It seems today that all you see is violence in movies and sex on TV. Oh, this episode aired August 29th, 2001, so we're creeping up on 9-11. Oh, shit. Yeah, oh, shit. <laughs> so, dude, the moment I've been waiting to see how Family Guy will handle. <laughs> I mean, really, like, what else? There, there's nothing bigger than 9-11 that's happened since Family Guy started. No, Family Guy was actually one of the... In, in modern history, it's one of the biggest things that happened. You know, it's basically, in the last 40 years, it was Reagan's election. Well, I guess that happened prior, but his... Or did it? I don't fucking know. Who cares? I don't know years. Reagan's election, um, the war on drugs, George H.W. Bush, Clinton, Desert Storm, Family Guy... 9-11. And then Iraq War and Afghanistan. Yeah, and then that's basically the end of history right there. Yeah. Basically, we, yeah. we're in, in two time periods. We're in pre-9-11, which is where we still are in this our coverage of the show. And then there's post-9-11, which 9-11 for, I think in my, in my case, it's year zero. So we're... Mm-hmm. Pre-9-11 is like the, the BC. <laughs> 9-11 was literally year zero for me, dude. <laughs> well, there you go. So it's not only pre-9-11, it's pre-Sean. It's not pre-Sean. I was alive for 9-11. Oh, barely. Wait. I was still alive. <laughs> right. I forgot it was 2001 and not 2000. But anyway. Yeah. I was nine months old. So you were, you were actually born in year negative one. It's like being born Correct. in... Yeah, I wasn't in born in year negative one, but it, I mean, like, I was there for three days, nothing happened, so... Yeah. You're still there, so it counts. You That I means you, you turned one in year one. Whoa. Wait, no. That's pretty crazy. Wait, we're going on the basis that it's year zero, so actually, never mind. <laughs> you, you turned one in zero, and that's really fucked up. Yeah, that so, is. It's like, it's like binary. So in the year 18, you are 19. Did I do that math right? Who cares? Yes. So I'm 19 now. And it's year 18 now, correct? Yeah. Yeah. It's almost year 19. Wait, no. Actually, right now, since we are past September 11th this year, we're in year 19. Okay. Hey, you know what's kind of messed up? Yeah. The fact that I'm 19 years old and you're 43, but you've known me for like seven years. Yeah. there, <laughs> There's a lot of people listening to this that would call it problematic, but... In, Podcast grooming. <laughs> in my defense, I only learned you were a child like a couple years ago. Like it's three, true. I, three years ago, I think. I didn't tell anyone when I was a kid for a bit, because I didn't want people to go, get out of here, kid, you're too young. And no one questioned me on it, so. Yeah, it's, um, that's actually kind of uh, an indictment about us, I think. <laughs> yeah, about, like, how, how we behave in our attitudes, and, like, how how you an actual child were indiscernible from <laughs> multiple adults. So I'm not going to say you were very mature for your age because that that is a straight up grooming thing. It's we were <laughs> we were all so fucking stupid that we could not realize it. Mm, yeah, I did, I did, honestly I I only like not only, but one of the largest motivations when I was like I'm, I'm coming clean that I'm just a boy. Um, was this, like, by the timeline I have given you, I have to start going to college soon, <laughs> but I am going to high school. <laughs> so. Yeah, when I was about 13 or but 14. But you guys probably yeah. wouldn't even put it together. I think I could have gotten away with it if I just, like, didn't tell you guys. 
Yeah, I mean, like, look at me. I'm 43, and I'm I'm going to college now. So I think you could have just said, "Oh, I'm in college," and we wouldn't. No one would have questioned it. Yeah, someone would be like, "What are you going to college for?" And I'd be like, "Uh, to learn." <laughs> yeah, when I was about 13, 14, I my friends were all older than my online friends were all older than me. And I blended in by saying I was their age. <laughs> so when they were like graduating high school and everything, I was in like seventh grade at the most. So I would just make shit up and say like, oh, I'm a senior in high school or whatever. <laughs> and then I just kind of stopped. We all stopped talking to each other, which probably was a good thing for not only them, but for me. Yeah, probably for the best. Yeah, I wonder where they are. Though. Or who knows? Maybe you would have started a podcast with them instead. Yeah, I'm not probably not. I I <laughs> do really wonder where one of them is, but I don't know how to get a hold of him. So, have you tried Facebook? Well, the problem with Facebook is if you have a really generic name. Does he? No, yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna find you. But what if you see a picture and you're like, that's him? Well, that would kind of be the best outcome. I don't. I think it's worth a shot. I don't remember where he lives. Oh, man. I think it was like Ohio. But Facebook search is so stupid, I can't just search his name in Ohio. That's not going to work. It could. It doesn't. <laughs> Damn. Well, you can find him later. We got a podcast to do, man. Yeah, this is this 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 is not working. Um, I thought you were gonna introduce the podcast, but that's cool too. Yeah, no, I mean I'll do that. It is my episode, um, so yeah. I don't know where Nikki's cutting in. But if you didn't realize it before, you fucking will now. This is the Family Guy Funny Cast, a podcast. About Family Guy by two Family Guy fanatics by the name of Sean from Funny Cast and Joe from Funny Cast. I'll leave it to the viewer to guess who's who. Yeah. You can just decide based off our characteristics who's more of a Sean and who's more of a Joe if you don't know already. Yeah. That, that'll be a fun game for the viewer. Yeah. It's also going to be hard for us because that means we cannot refer to each other by name. <laughs> For the rest of this episode. <laughs> yeah. But, how, I mean, how so often I'm, do we refer to each other by our names? Uh, not too often. I'm more often we have a guest. We don't really need it. Yeah. I mean, if it happens, it happens. I'm not going to try to censor myself on this one. I don't care. Yeah, I don't give a fuck either. Yeah, dude. Yeah, fucking A. <sighs> so, yeah, everyone, thank you for listening to another episode of the Family Guy Funny Cast. That's all. That's all. See you later. <laughs> but yeah, you know, this this is uh this this is episode thirty six. We are talking about season three, episode eight, I believe, the kiss yep. scene round Ted World. Yes. It's pretty pretty decent episode. Very reference heavy. Very Oh, yeah, this is a really reference heavy episode. Very I think partially all the references might have taken away from my enjoyment indirectly because I kept having to pause to write down the stupid references. <laughs> Although, also, if you if you could like just like shut your your podcast brain off, which is a fucking stupid phrase, and I hate that I just said it. If you <laughs> could shut that off, do you think you would have just enjoyed the episode as is? Maybe like slightly more. I don't think it would have made much of a difference. Okay. Unfortunately, I can never turn my podcast brain off because it's 2020. I'm always thinking about how to make the best content that's going to go viral. You know me, I'm a young influencer up on the rise, you know, I'm really grinding out here to get my podcast out, get my views up, get my bitches up, get my racks up, you know. Get my racks up, get my bitches up, get my dick up. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, but before before I do the plot of this episode, mm -hmm. just a little piece of trivia, this is the longest title we've had yet. That's true. This this yeah. title was like so long. I can't. I didn't even have time to say the whole thing. I just truncated it. Yeah, this is the first title that I can't put the whole thing in my header, in my notes. 
It's a bummer. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the plot for this episode. The family is at a department store, and they buy Stewie his first trike. Peter pretends to play a keyboard, and a man calls him out for being a phony, even spray-painting his car. At school, Neil Goldman has a crush on Meg, but Meg rejects him. When the news comes to report on the arrest of a teacher, Meg develops a crush on the anchor, Tom Tucker. There's an opportunity for an internship at the news, and Meg gets the women's slot as the other girls are too hot. Turns out Neil has gotten the men's slot and is flirting with Meg. Meg is still crushing on Tom Tucker, but he does not reciprocate. Stewie has his trike stolen by a bully. An anti-media mass murderer is on the top of Town Hall holding Hugh Downs hostage. The news sends Meg and Neil in the helicopter as Tom and Diane don't want to get shot. Hugh escapes, but the shooter starts to shoot the helicopter, forcing it to land. Meg kisses Neil as she thinks she's going to die, but then Hugh takes down the shooter. Somehow, Neil has recorded their kiss and aired it on the news. At school, everyone makes fun of Meg for it. Stewie tries to go to the police for help, but they're useless, and fails to sign up at a gym to get strong enough to take it back. The Griffins invite the Goldens over, and they have dinner at the Goldens' house. Meg has had enough, so she publishes a report making fun of Neil, so people realize they are not a thing. Stewie kidnaps his bully and is going to torture him, but Lois finds his trike, stopping Stewie. Neil decides to jump off the town hall because of Meg's report. The newscopter pushes Neil off, and Meg runs, rushes to save him. They reconcile, but Meg makes it clear she's not into him. A man calls Neil a phony. And that's the episode, folks. I... I... Forgot that this was... Such a, a lore dump of an episode. Yeah. Yeah, you got... You got... Neil lore, you got his parents, you got Yeah. You even mm-hmm. got how his parents met. Well, I guess their first and how kiss they sound. I should say. Yeah, the first kiss, how they sound, which um spoilers, if you didn't see this one coming, they sound like Jewish people. What? <laughs> Very stereotypical Jews. Yeah. Classic Seth. Yeah, classic Seth. Classic anti Semitic Seth. <laughs> Uh, you got Meg is allergic to peanuts. Her first kiss ever. Her first kiss. Um, <laughs> Stewie's first Stewie's trike. First trike. <laughs> <laughs> he gives the trike a little kiss. Mm-hmm. You get to see uh, Cleveland and Loretta's wedding. Oh, that's true, yeah. Yeah, so if you're a Family Guy lore aficionado like myself, mm-hmm. this is a, a must-see episode. Yeah, there's there's so much. Like, you can't even... I can't even say everything that's in the episode, because I just don't remember it. That's how much there yeah. was. If we could say everything that's in the episode, you should probably just watch the episode instead. Yeah, a good thing to do, actually, is to watch the episode along with us as we talk about it. Yeah, so just, you know, you turn the episode on, you watch about five minutes, pause it for about 40 minutes, and then you go back to it. It's a solid plan. Sometimes I do that while we're yeah. while we're talking about the episode, because I so, either have not watched it or forgot everything about it. So yeah, if you are watching along with us right now for this episode, get ready to pause the episode, because... You know what just happened three days ago? Kinda? I lost my virginity. Congrats. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's been a long time coming. You know, I am I am 47 years old. It was about time for this to happen. Mm-hmm. And I'm... Just like that Crash Bandicoot game you love playing? Yeah. God. Crash Bandicoot 4, it's about time. Blank from Funny Cast got laid. <laughs> Hell yeah. But no, we had an election. <laughs> I had an erection. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Epic. Yeah, we had... Uh, the 2002 election just happened, which is why we delayed the podcast for so long. Mm-hmm. And also because it was my special co-host's mom's birthday... And also because I have been very low energy since uh, Daylight Savings. Yeah, he's... The lack of sunlight is really getting to me. Daylight Savings is such a very low testosterone move. And it, it's it's really hurt my boy. 
He's very mm-hmm. low T right now. Yeah, dude, I've been feeling, on a serious note, I've been feeling so low energy lately. I, it's not been good for me, dude. Yeah, it's that combined with all the dread about the election. It's, dude, I, I don't just, care. I don't give a fuck about the election. I, I don't, I don't want to <laughs> see Trump win. And, but Biden winning is very... It's also very disappointing because you you know you know me. We, well, I think you and I both were, but I was very very Bernie bro, as much as they yeah. they don't actually exist and it's such a stupid thing to say. However, we have been pretty toxic towards women lately. So okay, well that's just unrelated to my endorsement. All right. <laughs> so, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know, I. The election counting has been so slow. That's the thing that's really been, like, getting me. I don't even care about the actual results. But it's like, just hurry up. I just want to know who's my dang president. I just want to know who I have to pray for every night. I just, I want to know who I have to pray for and if I have to vote in a special election because Kamala Harris is one of my senators. So, sorry for burping. I'm drinking a Mike's Hard. Peach, that's the butt emoji. <laughs> yeah. God is ass. Yeah, like, do I have to vote in a like a special interim election for a new senator? Like, what's going on? Probably, yeah. Is Diane Feinstein gonna collapse and die in office? Like, she probably not. No. Like, is likely because she's very old and frail and a fucking idiot who was like, "Oh, sweetie, you're so special." At Lindsey Graham, like, a couple weeks ago? Mm-hmm. Fucking, I don't know. I don't know. You know, uh, the, no, she'll be fine. She's gonna serve for ten more terms in the Senate. Sixty more years. I think we should have term limits on the Senate. Yeah. Co- I think we should have... Career politicians are a cancer. Yeah, a so I think we should not have them. I w- we should have funny term limits like they do in Brazil. In Brazil, there's no, like, total limit. Funny cast term can't... limits? Yeah. <laughs> but you can't... You can't have t- uh, more than two consecutive terms. Just like I can't have two consecutive shits. I mean, you could if you really cared. What? That's that's a failed. But I guess that's a don't. failed bit. I don't know. <laughs> I'm so out of it, man. Yeah, dude, this is a really out of it episode. I'm like I'm like smoking like the rat poison they leave in the bottom of the cart <laughs> right now just so I can get some energy for the podcast. I went to um well, I was missing a comic from this week, so I went back to the shop, my old place of work to go get what <laughs> was, I was missing. Was it very awkward walking in? No, it's I've been going like almost I took a couple weeks off because I thought I was moving, but then I wasn't. And so, I started going it again, like, a couple weeks later, and it's, it does not feel awkward at all. Also, just keep riffing, uh, telling us about your comic adventure while I smoke the rest of this rat poison. Okay. And I, I brought my dog because, you know, my old manager likes my dog and every, And my dog was really bored, and I figured I'd... After that, I'd take her to the park and she can run around. Um... But I'm letting her walk around the store, and she, my dog, We fa- when we first got her, my sister found her on the street as a stray, and also a puppy, um, so she was a street dog, and we have never been able to get her to stop scrounging and scavenging, no matter, <laughs> no matter how hard we try, she's always looking around for food, and fucking A, that dog tried to eat everything on the ground in that store behind the counter and also <laughs> i found her so over the summer during quarantine we we found a couple cockroaches which are not super common here um so we we planted roach traps under some some shelves and oh, those like rat traps no they kind of look like bigger ant traps you know those like kind of disc things that have entrances that ants can go in and get the poison and take it back to their uh yeah their back, yeah. back to the queen it's like that and then I, I look over at, i'm like okay where's my dog my dog and i look over and she's on the I like cr- how you're not saying your dog's name so you don't dox her 
I would never dox my dog. She's very important to me. <laughs> so I look over and she's like, she's on the ground trying to get to one of the fucking roach traps, dude. Damn. What the f- you fucking idiot. <laughs> but yeah, man, I never knew this, uh, this lore about your dog. Yeah. She's... She's special. I'll say that. <laughs> she certainly looks special. Yeah, you're just saying that because she's got big bulbous eyes like Bulby <laughs> from Jimmy Neutron. <laughs> it's true. They're pretty funny, though. Yeah, they're like, dude, they're like 30% of her skull. <laughs> they they jut out. Like, if she's laying down on her side and then, like, lifts her head up to look over and her, her face is over her body, like, her her face is pushing up on her eye damn it's fucking wild i wish that was me dude it's so weird how you can like i'm not if you are listening at home do not try this but some dogs you can just kind of pop their eyes out because like they have like that weird eye skull stuff you know Mm -hmm. like you couldn't just pop a dude's eye out like that no like you have to like reach in and like get behind it somehow yeah i can't i can't even destroy the eye it up you know how some people can put their eyelid up like fucking freaks? So you can see no, the inside of it? Oh, yeah. I can't do that. I've and I've, I probably, I've tried. It just it fucking hurts, man. Wait, one, one sec. Yeah. I'm going to try this. Okay. I, 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 my, I, my, I have such long, beautiful, gorgeous lashes that it's hard to get a good grip on them. I'm sorry. I can't do it. Yeah. Yeah, no, me too. And same with my, my eyebrows. They're... they're I just, they're so soft and luxurious that I just can't get a grip where I need to. Yeah, same with, um, same with just everything, all my hair. It's pretty good, it's pretty nice and, uh, elegant, you know. I've taken a Nazarite vow, like Samson, so I won't be cutting my hair anymore. Mm-hmm. But it gives me super podcasting ability. Yeah, yeah. and I'm I, not I, using currently. Yeah, no, I've noticed that in the beard, too, it's... It's pretty epic. It's nice. Yeah, I have a pretty nice Duck Dynasty cosplay going on. Yeah, def- I've I've noticed you also practicing your duck calls lately. It's going good. I mean, well, yeah, I'm just trying to get a slot on the new season of Duck Dynasty. Mm-hmm. I I don't know if they're still making them, but I heard that they're doing like a special now in 2020 called like Duck Dynasty Biden Era. No way. So yeah, I'm trying to get in on that one. I think you'll fit. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know a lot about Jesus. I don't know too much about, like, ducks and guns and, like, you know, all that stuff. But I know a lot about the Lord our Savior, so I can I can riff with him about it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I just Googled um, that. Duck Dynasty Biden era? Yeah. And yeah, I got obviously. what I was looking for, but also in the suggested videos... Um, Phil Robertson, who is, I think is the, the main, who is the Duck Dynasty man. Yeah, he's not, is his dad the old man, or is that like his grandfather that's on the show? Oh, this guy looks definitely in his 60s. Okay, then it must just be his dad. Uh, see, he's got a YouTube channel. Hell yeah. He's got 500,000 subscribers. That's actually kind of low. That's kind of bad for the Duck Dynasty, dude. Yeah. He's going to get those number up. It's pretty low, but it's also about where I imagined they would be. Mm, yeah, I guess 500000 now is decent. I would imagine... If I had to guess, though, like if you told me how much the Duck Dynasty guy's YouTube was, I would have probably predicted like higher subscribers, but in a lower view count. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Like one of those old YouTube channels that just don't get popularity anymore, like Tobuscus. Yeah, I lo- man, I love Tobuscus. So many classic videos. <laughs> yeah, so many classic videos. Um, the other day you said MAGA 2020. <laughs> Dude, actually, the Tobuscus thing's really funny to me. Can we talk about that for a little bit? Yeah. Can I finish the, the <laughs> Phil Robertson thing? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, finish the Phil Robertson thing, and we'll go back to Tobuscus. He's, so his YouTube channel, this video is from September 3rd. The Democratic Party platform is satanic, and Joe Biden is not Jesus. <laughs> Phil Robertson holds nothing back. There's only been one light, and he sure ain't Joe Biden. <laughs> That's a pretty good line. What? Okay, so also in the description he has links to his other, some other videos. One of them is how Phil Robertson met his daughter. 
What? Dude, what? For the first time ever, Phil publicly reveals that he has a daughter. The story of how Phil came to know her is one of grace, love, redemption, and what it means to be a believer. Dog, what? So I... I assume he, like, before he started making duck whistles and all that, he, like, had a one-night stand or, like, hit it and quit it, you know, uh, with some girl, and then she got pregnant, and then he refused to pay child support for, like, four years until he got sued for all that Duck Dynasty money. That's just my theory, so... I can't think be you're right. if I'm wrong. I think you're right. Oh, Phil Robertson's daughter opens up about meeting her dad. So he he had you were kind of right. He yeah. Phil Robertson has a long lost daughter from an affair he had in the seventies. Oh, it was an affair. Okay. Yeah. Damn, Shardy. Okay. Phyllis, forty five, said about two or three years ago, her oldest son's fiance bought him an at home DNA kit and discovered the results produced some conflicting information from what they believed, leading Phyllis to call her brother and sister for answers. So she didn't know. That's so fucked up that his name's Phil, and then he had an affair with this woman, and then he she named her daughter after him. Oh my god, you're right. Yeah, like, that best, it was unintentional, but that's kind of stupid. Hell of a I just want to, I just want to make it clear to all our loyal fans that we did not watch the video. Uh, I thought it was like a sermon, but it was actually just a podcast. So <laughs> we just looked up what happened. Which yeah, which does not preclude it from being a, a sermon, but it's not the kind of sermon we thought it was. Yeah, it's as much of a sermon as this is a sermon. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, yeah, that's that's the Duck Dynasty segment of the show. Time to go into the Tobuscus segment. Of yes, the show. I, it's my it's the our iconic segment, the Tobuscus. Yes, minute. Uh, okay, I only have a minute. Uh, I really liked Tobuscus as a kid. I thought it was pretty funny. I was like ten to twelve, and then uh, fast forward. Turns out he has like alcohol issues, and also he is uh, some sort of sex pest. I don't know specifically. Oh, I think I think uh, some exes like accused him of like abuse. Ooh. I don't remember exactly what was going on with him, because uh, it's been a little bit since I've heard it. But yeah, and now he has like a dead channel, three dead channels, and he's a Trump supporter because he hates cancel culture. Cause he got canceled for being an abuser and or rapist and or sex pest. Yeah, Trump's famous campaign slogan, make cancel culture not a thing no more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Trump said, I'm going to cancel cancel culture. You're fired. <laughs> Dude, imagine if Trump actually ran on canceling cancel culture, like that was his big campaign platform. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think Biden would have swept him. Like, <laughs> People would be like, what the hell is cancel culture? <laughs> All the people who know what cancel culture are, are either canceled, or we're not going to vote for Trump to begin with. <laughs> Dude, Tabuscus is originally from Niceville, Florida, but he's not That's so not... nice. Wait, can you, can you, hey, shut up, yeah. oh, that makes sense, though. <laughs> can you... Can you read me uh, Tobuscus's tweet endorsing Trump? And yeah. by read me, I mean read the audience. Yeah, let me... Um, entertain the audience. Oh, entertain All the right. audience. Well, I uh, hey, audience. Um, since, since we've last talked, I saw Borat 2... And I thought it was really funny, and I was I wanted to talk about Borat on this episode, but Joe lied about seeing Borat on Twitter. You fucked up the bit you said my name. I realized that as I, I told you, I wasn't <laughs> going to try to do it, dude. <laughs> I, I did do it once, but yeah, I don't care. Um, so yeah, uh, he never saw Borat 1. He didn't see Borat 2, but I think Borat 2 is very funny. Uh, I like it more than the first, probably. My wife. Eh my life um 
And I think there were a lot of people saying in 2016 when Donald Trump got elected that, like, well, at least it'll be good for comedy. And that was a lie. But <laughs> Borat 2 is the exception that proves this rule. I think Borat 2 is probably the funniest piece of media to come out of the Trump era. And is probably going to go down as one of the only major uh, cultural outputs during this time that anyone remembers. What, you don't like Stephen I mean, Colbert going, My name is Donald Trump. I wear a big poopy diaper. I take <laughs> big dumps with my small hands. <sighs> uh, yeah, no, I don't think that's very funny, Stephen Colbert. I'm sorry, man. Oh, well, you know what? I have the tweet, so... It hit me. Alright. He's actually got a few. Uh, but this is the Whoa. main one. Yeah. Today's the day. Vote for Trump and preserve America. End cancel culture. And stand against fascism. <laughs> or vote for Biden. And we walk away from this American experiment forever. This election <laughs> is life and death for this country. And for freedom. GLHF. Hashtag Trump 2020. And has he said anything lately since, um, you know, Biden is now the presumptive winner? Like, is he saying it's fraud? Is he saying, like, I hate America? Or... Well, no. Uh, so that tweet I just read was from Election Day, November 3rd. He posted yeah. a video he made on November 4th with the caption, Why I didn't, and probably never will, vote for Trump. <laughs> Dude, what the fuck? Oh man. Here's the here's the follow-up to his initial Trump tweet. Alright. If you disagree, feel free. This country was built for discussion, and this cancel stuff is what got us here. If you're afraid of losing your job or being sent to the Ministry of Truth and Reconciliation Commission, don't be. This is your oh, life. That's just that's just like 1984. Have you ever read 1984, dude? We were made for Have this. you ever read 1984? Yeah, I read half of it in freshman year of high school, and I got bored because it wasn't a very interesting book. Wow. I was going to say that's like a number that's half of 1984, but I can't do that kind of math, so... Does he live on the East Coast, or does he live in Los Angeles? Do you know? I He lived in L.A. when I watched him. Oh, um, his, I don't know his now. Twitter says Los Angeles, so I think he does still live here. Okay, yeah. So that first tweet, yeah, and I heard it was sent oh, at seven oh nine a.m. The follow up was seven forty four, and at eight fifty six, he sent more LGBTQ people messaging me, thanking me than anybody else. <laughs> What's that about? <laughs> what the fuck, man? Dude, gay people hate cancel culture. Oh, he got ratioed by Steve Loving PP. Oh man, I don't know what that is. It's a, it's a little Minecraft Steve looking Lego thing, being pushed and rubbed around in a little yellow glob. It's not liquid. It's supposed that to represent pretty PP. Hot. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's not, that's pretty cool. Yeah, it's pretty epic. Yeah, but apparently, like, pretty much everyone, like, all, like, the content creators out in L.A. who knew Tobuscus had a bad story about him. So, I guess, I don't know, man. I guess making those Minecraft Let's Plays really went to your head. And those, um, video game song trailers, video game trailer songs. They really corrupt a man. I hate saying this, but... If you look at a picture of him, it's not surprising. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, I mean, these dudes are out here acting like, you know, they're, they're uh, Harvey Weinstein or Roman Polanski. When, like, they're just, like, a YouTube creator. Dude, Roman Polanski making vlogs on YouTube would be fucking amazing. Yeah, Nicky would be pretty excited about that. Roman Polanski is one of his favorite directors. Online is so yeah. fucking scary. Mm, yeah, I do... I mean, we make we've made a lot of jokes about Discord pedophiles, but I have encountered multiple Discord pedophiles. Have you really? Yeah, dude. I I had to, I called one out. Like, I had to like expose one because I knew the girl. She was like fifteen at the time. What the fuck? Uh, and he was he was a grown man. Be like, I had to like, call him out and like you know make sure people. And I I noticed that like, he was always hanging around on young girls. 
Yeah, and I also knew this admin of a server who was, like, a pedophile. And last I had heard, the girl was, like, trying to press charges against him, but I don't know if anything came of that. I sure hope so. Yeah, I don't know. I was, like... The girl was, like, friend of a friend, so, like, I didn't, I didn't really know what was going on. So. I did not grow up in the Discord generation, but... I, when I was in high school, I knew this... One of the, I guess, popular girls. And I didn't hear this from her firsthand, but I heard that she was dating... When we were juniors, around 16, 17, she was dating someone 20 years old. Damn. That dude... Definitely is a Discord admin right now. <laughs> if not a yeah, Reddit 100%. moderator. Oh yeah, dude. He he was probably a moderator on R slash jailbait before it got banned. Yeah. Definitely R slash teenagers. Yeah. Wait, that's fuck, <laughs> that's, I forgot that's real. That's real, not a porn sub. No, but there's definitely a teenagers. lot of adults pretending to be teenagers in there. Oh yeah, definitely. A hundred... Dude, Reddit's weird. Yeah. I'm glad I don't use Reddit nearly as much as I used to. If I... I only browse certain subreddits, which is what you're definitely supposed to do, because just 100%. browsing it as a whole is fucking cancerous. Um, but when I browse r slash all, um, I wish that I browse it on my computer, because there are so many subreddits I w and users that I hate seeing and want to block. Just never <laughs> see them. Yeah, I understand. Yeah, I pretty much only use Reddit at this point for, as, like, man, I'm really bored. What am I going to do? Or I also have a uh, multi-Reddit set of porn subs that I like. Yeah, we here at the Funny Cast are hopelessly addicted to pornography. Honestly, that's kind of true. Yeah, so... This, is, this really isn't even a bit at this point. Yeah, no, this isn't. this isn't a bit. This is a call for help. Yeah. If you have anti-pornography resources, please DM me on the Funnycast account, not my personal. Yeah, DM them on the Funnycast account, because we both need it. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, I don't know. I, I've been getting high every day and just jerking off, you know. That's the only thing that really keeps me in the game right now. Yeah, mine is pretending to do my schoolwork. While you play World of Warcraft? Yeah. <laughs> Changing my Discord status to Jelking so no one can see me on my my game activity. <laughs> is that actually why you did it? Yeah, and also it's funny. <laughs> it is pretty funny. Unlike Jelking, anyway, which is very serious. Yeah. Well, that's a topic for another episode. I think we should talk about the episode a little bit more. Yeah. The episode let's, go, guy. let's go into the references. because I think No, we literally haven't even talked about the episode yet, dude. We've talked about it. You've done the summary. Well, we, we talked a little bit about it. But we have to talk about how we feel about it. Okay, we kind of did that too. <laughs> I didn't really like it. Okay. It was fine. This um, episode has one of my favorite intros at the toy store. Yeah? I, I well, this episode... Yeah, no, you oh, go, you no, you finish, you fucking finish. Right I was gonna now. say, I also th had thought it had a really good visual gag, but that's gonna be my favorite joke, so I'm not gonna say it yet. Okay, fine, fuck. God, go God. on, go off, for? King. God damn it, King. But yeah, I I've always liked this intro with the guy stalking Peter around the store, calling him a phony. Mm -hmm. I learned on the Family Guy wiki. God bless everyone that edits that. That that guy doesn't have an official name, but fans apparently call him Holden Caulfield. Oh, because it's Cause like the catcher in the rye. Yeah, catcher in the rye, calling people phonies or something. I've never read, yeah never read the book. Uh, yeah. Don't, if you, kids, if you are listening to this, and I know we have some high schoolers in our demographics, um, if your teacher asks you to read Catcher in the Rye refuse tell them that you will not be reading catcher in the rye if you're not aware catcher in the rye is a satanic work that has been known to hypnotize children who read it into committing horrible crimes the man who killed john lennon read to catch a mockingbird um uh vladimir lennon uh read dude what's the name of the book that wasn't a joke <laughs> catcher in the rye catcher in the rye <laughs> 
Oh man. <laughs> Sorry, the rat poison really be hitting right now. <laughs> oh, you weren't joking. <laughs> wow. Wait, about what? The rat poison. I mean, it's not an actual rat poison, but it kind of tastes like it. Yeah, for every for everyone that doesn't know, which is literally everybody, Sean is on cam and showed me the cart he, that he just hit. <laughs> yeah. It actually says uh, Rat X on it, which is weird. <laughs> yeah, these carts I get, right when I get to like, the bottom of it, it tastes so bad. It tastes but so norm- bad. Don't bully me. Normally I, t- normally <laughs> I would just throw them out, but I've been... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, I've been I've been having it rough lately. <laughs> I had to do with this guy. I got, <laughs> I got a lot of other problems going on in my life, but you know. I'm getting I'm, I'm, I'm getting bullied by my middle aged co host. <laughs> it's not funny. <laughs> it's kinda of funny. <laughs> it's only funny because you're middle aged. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now it's just sad. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you know, I gotta make this last. Yeah. Mmm. Mmm. Yeah, I don't know. I just thought this episode wasn't very good. It wasn't super funny. Um, honestly, though, I did really like the Stewie B-plot. This might be one of my favorite B-plots in an episode. Yeah, I wrote that down in my notes. I really like when Stewie acts like a real kid. Yeah, but... I don't know. It. I don't. It, they didn't do enough with it for it to really save the episode, in my opinion. It's not quite this, but it feels like blink and you miss it. Yeah. Yeah. There. There's some B plots where it's. It's like sixty forty. This one is like eighty twenty. Mm-hmm. I think, moving forward, like far forward, they're mostly, mostly sixty forty. Yeah, from the really the the Steph McFarlane show I had watched the most before this would have been American Dad, and from what I'd seen of that, it seemed like, yeah a lot more like a sixty forty split. It's it's so sixty forty that it kind of feels like two separate shows sometimes. Ah, like okay, like oh this is the the Peter plot, and then this is the Stewie and Brian plot. So it's kind of like I, this is. This is what Stewie and Brian are doing this episode, and this is what Peter's doing, and sometimes the other characters are going to be in these. Yeah, no, I don't like I like a good uh, split where it's like, you have this plot and that plot, and then somehow they're connected, and they uh, end together for the end of the episode. Yeah, those you are know? always fun. And not in, in a way that feels good, not in a way that it feels like it's just like slapping it together. Yeah, it's not <laughs> contrived. Yeah, it's quality television. Quality Family Guy. I love Family Guy. I love Family Guy. Hey, Peter, it's the quality Family Guy. Well, fucking whatever. <laughs> Should we go into the references now? <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. This episode has so many references. It really sucked. But <laughs> without further ado, Abe Vigoda, Steve Gutenberg. Yanni, Star Trek and William Shatner, Uncle Sam's I Want You propaganda posters, Gil Gerard, Mr. T, Moving in Stereo, uh, what's it from? Fast Times at Ridgemont High. Woo-woo. George Bush and Dick Cheney, Huey Lewis and the News, Mary Tyler Moore, Dustin Hoffman, Christopher Columbus, Peabody and Sherman, Peter Jennings, Jimi Hendrix, Hugh Downs, Dan Rather, John Stossel, Stessel, Stossel, Quantum Stossel, Quantum Leap, and Roman Polanski. Yeah, that's right. When we brought up Roman Polanski earlier, that's because we knew it was in the episode. Yeah, we knew it. Want to fight about it? Yeah. Yeah, big whoop. Want to fight about it? Yeah, yeah. Come on, baby yeah, yeah. boy, huh? Come on, baby. So what, bitch. what what reference should we start on? Um. Well, this was let, you know. Let's let's talk about Roman Polanski. Let's talk about okay. our problematic fave for a moment. 
Nikki's problematic fave. I don't know. I have never seen anything Roman Polanski has made, and I never will. Yeah, that's right. I have never seen. Sorry, I'm pulling up his. <laughs> he was he was in Rush Hour Three. Whoa. In 2007. I've never seen Rush Hour 3. But that's pretty fricked up. Yeah. They should Yeah, because he fled in 1977. He's 87 years old right now. He... Okay, real talk. Whenever I imagine Roman Polanski, I always picture... Steven Spielberg. <laughs> I'm very sorry for everyone I'm offending with that. All of the film <laughs> film aficionados, film stands, film fucking stuff. Bro, you're offending Nikki. That I'm subtweeting him right now. Everyone I'm <laughs> offending with that statement, I stand by it. But that's who I Wait. picture in my head. Not this generic looking old fucking Polish man. I don't know what a generic Polish man looks like, but I imagine they all look like fucking Roman Polanski. Uh, well, and there goes the Polish base. Y- you know what? Fuck them. <laughs> hey, if you're Polish, okay. don't listen to this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I've never seen anything Polanski has made. Um, you haven't seen Rosemary's Baby? No. Dude, do you think you do? I look like a guy who cares about Rosemary or her baby? No, dude, I started watching his film Carnage when it came out, and I was so pissed it wasn't about the Marvel character. Yeah, dude, I haven't seen, like, any classic movies, so why do you think I'm gonna, I'm just gonna pull, like, some deep Roman Polanski poll? Oh, yeah, I know that one. Man, I'd just be straight looking at his Wikipedia page. You know what? (laughs) What? No, never mind. I was gonna say, I've seen this, but I haven't, I've only... (laughs) seen mockery Wait, of it. Wait, uh, you know, we should probably, uh, explain who Roman Polanski is in case you don't know. Uh, That's kind of yeah. the point of the segment. Well, the most important two things are is that A, he is a very famous director and B, he is a fugitive from the U.S. He raped a teenager in 1977 and because he was guilty as fuck, he ran away. And he has not mm-hmm. been extradited. And the third thing to know is that he was married to Sharon Tate when she was killed by the Manson family. Oh, yeah, you were going to talk about the the thing. The Once yeah. Upon a Time in Hollywood part of this. Which yeah, is not that's, accurate, but... Yeah, you know me. Uh, I love Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I love Quentin Tarantino. I love film. I love cinema. Um, and yeah, if you don't know anything about the Manson family... Don't watch Once Upon a Time in Hollywood because, spoilers, in this movie, the Manson family doesn't kill Sharon Tate. Holy fuck. Yeah, no. They get brutalized instead, and Sharon Tate lives, which is why it's called Once Upon a Time. Um, If you want to learn more about the Manson family, then ask Charles Manson yourself. He's still alive in jail somewhere. Yeah, he's just jerking off in his jail cell, making, like, Frank Zappa faces. Yeah, talking to the Unabomber. Do you think... Oh, man, I bet they're best friends. I think they actually are. Uh, Maybe I made this up in my head, but I think they actually are friends. Oh, wait, shit, no. Fucking Charles Manson died three years ago. What?! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. I'm not bummed, but I am disappointed. Why didn't I know that? (laughs) Dude, Charles Manson was 5'2". Dude, we stand a short king. <laughs> this, is, this is why he killed so many people. Or had people kill people. You know what? Never mind. I forgot that the L.A. County D.A. believed that Manson intended to start a race war. So <laughs> I, I don't stand this short king. Yeah. So you knew he had a swastika carved in his forehead, but you still said that? No, I actually didn't know that until just now. <laughs> Dude, should have watched Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. You don't know anything about this guy. Dude, he was a fan of the Beatles. Oh, it's not looking good for Nikki. Ooh. Oh, oh. oh. How did he die? What killed him? Um, well, he was 83. Um, the yeah. Wikipedia page has a section called Illness and Death. 
So he died okay. from cardiac arrest, resulting from respiratory failure and colon cancer. That is ass okay. cancer. Well, yeah, and that's what took that's what took Charles Manson. So yeah, uh, sorry about that. Um, cannot ask him about the Manson family anymore. So, but we can't ask his bestie. The Unabomber is still alive. <laughs> yeah, the Unabomber is still kicking it. You can ask him about the Manson family or the Unabombing. Yeah, he'll know for sure. Yeah, I mean, he's a, he was a pretty pretty educated man, so I think you would know a thing or two. Yeah, he's you know he's actually closer to me than he is to you. He's in uh, he's at a supermax in Florence, Colorado. Oh yeah, we can we can like meet in the middle, at the supermax and interview him. Yeah, you know Colorado's a little bit farther away from me than I ever remember. I it always, is very far away. I f- constantly forget. Um, fuck, I'm, I need to look at the map, not just Colorado. I always forget about Utah. I always flip them. Actually, no, I don't even flip them. I just, Utah doesn't exist for me. Like, I always think it's California, Nevada, and then Colorado. But no, Utah's in between. For some yeah. reason. Stupid Utah. Stupid fucking Utah. Uh, I think that's enough about Polanski. Next section? Yeah, Next I, can, I hope he's dead sometime. Apparently, you can say that, apparently. It, it won't get yeah. you hurt or anything. Um, Wishing death on Roman Polanski? Yeah, specifically Roman yeah, Polanski. I, I think that's fine. Yeah. Yo, who are we doing next? Who's next? Uh, f- what, what was it? What did we say? What Hugh, was I going to do? Well, I'm going to do Hugh Downs now because you're going to do the next one okay. on your own. I'll remember which I'll, one it is. Dude, come on. You say, I love this one. This is my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, uh, Hugh Malcolm Downs was an American radio and television broadcaster, announcer and programmer, television host, news anchor, TV producer, author, game show host, and music composer. And that was his first sentence of his Wikipedia bio. Um, <laughs> but, but yeah, he, you know, he was a big deal. He was a co-host of the, uh, NBC News Today for um, nine years. He hosted the game show Concentration. He was an anchor for a magazine from 1978 to 1999. And he has recently passed away in July of heart failure at the age of 99 in Scottsdale, Arizona. I used to live near Scottsdale. Nice. You could have met him. Maybe. Also, I, it, on his Wikipedia page, it ca- says he's a libertarian because he supports, uh, he opposes the war on drugs. But, like, I want to let you fellas know something about politics. Libertarians aren't the only people who oppose the war on drugs. Yeah, also libertarians are pedophiles by definition. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of, going back to pedophiles, a pretty recurring topic on this episode. Welcome back to the pedophile funny cast. Yeah, um, yeah, a, a lot of libertarians, some, for some reason, seem to attract pedophiles. It's, uh, it's kind of uh, weird. Yeah, I don't really get how that happens. I don't either. Hey, if you're a libertarian and you know why that you're always lumped in with pedophiles, let us know. Yeah, speaking of libertarians, it's kind of funny. Uh, everyone was like, Jill Stein, you lost Hillary the vote in 2016. She would have won. Uh, but the Libertarian Party really did a number for Donald, on Donald Trump this year. Yeah, which is weird considering the amount of Republicans voting for Trump was up from 2016. Yeah, God bless you, um, Lincoln Project. You guys put in a lot of work with that $67 million the funny cast gave you. That was all us. Yeah. Uh, we really thought you were going to beat Trump, um, you know, make the Democratic Party the party of the Republicans again. And you guys did it. The vote share actually went up from since 2016. Yeah, hey, thanks for thanks for all your hard work. Yeah, uh, we will be suing for our money back soon. You will be hearing from us, Lincoln Project. Yeah, Rick Wilson, your ass is ours. Yeah, and Rick Wilson, don't think I forgot about some of those tweets. I saw what you said, boy. Yeah, I saw what you, fe- you said, you fucking racist, Islamophobic motherfucker. Yeah, Rick Wilson... Also, you look like a Walmart version of uh, uh, of Mike from Breaking Bad, so so 
Let's suck on that teat. Yeah, suck on these. Yeah. Well, he's only 56. I thought he was older. How old is he? 56. I guess, I guess being lame ages you faster. Yeah, I guess being a punk-ass little bitch makes you look older than you are. Mm-hmm. He wrote a book called Everything Trump Touches and Dies. A Republican strategist gets real about the worst president ever. He... He genuinely looks like a... Like a baby. <laughs> he does. I kind of wish he had the proportions of a baby. He might. Yeah, I've never actually <laughs> seen him from below the shoulders, so... I just found a picture. He does look kind of funny, but not... Not quite baby mode. Yeah. I'm going baby but mode yeah. right now. Yeah, I... Dude, I really hate the people who act like Trump is, like, this unique sort of evil, like... Dude, how tall is Rick Wilson? Because that picture you sent me... And I'm not height-shaming anybody. Except for Charles Except Manson. Except for Charles Manson. Did. But that's because he had a swastika on his forehead. Um, Rick Wilson height. Just his proportions in that picture look off. He looks like he is... Three foot two. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Trump is not any sort of like unique evil. He's not like this exceptionally bad man who just sort of came out of nowhere and won the presidency. He's he's a symptom, not a disease. Um, and I am sure we will probably see many more Trump-type Republicans in the next. 20 years, I'm sure, I'm sure the next, I mean, maybe Trump was unique in the way that he managed to really capture his base, because most of these Republicans are ghouls who would never impress, like, more, like, people like Trump could. Not that Trump isn't a ghoul, but, like, you know, he is a people person ghoul. Yeah. I've said this before, but I think it's a real shame that... Trump ended up the way he did. Like, he uh, he was always a racist piece of shit. But he was funny, and that usually excuses it. No matter who you are. <laughs> but also he was a rapist, so that d which does not get excused. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I definitely think we're going to see more Trump types. Although maybe none of them will be quite as funny as him. Yeah. But, but my point yeah. is, man, he has such big posting energy. Just... <laughs> Imagine, imagine if Hillary had been president for the last four years, and just the posts that Trump would have made. Well, hopefully we'll get that now with Biden. Yeah. That Trump will just never, never concede the presidency, and he'll just stay in office forever. Yeah, no, he's just, he's gonna sit in the Oval Office with his arms crossed. <laughs> that would be pretty funny. That would be very funny. Um, well... I guess now I'll talk about Fast Times at Ridgemont High real quick. Ooh. So there's a scene in this episode that's a parody of the probably the most iconic scene from Fast Times at Ridgemont High when um, the woman, I forget what her name is, but she's super hot. She's getting out of the pool in her red bikini and walking slowly towards the camera and... Um, Judge Reinhold is staring at her from the window, and he's, I think, he's actually jerking off in the bathroom. Um, actually? I, I'm pretty sure. He's fantasizing about her getting out of the pool and seeing him, and she gets all, <laughs> out all seductive. Yeah, oh yeah. No, he's stroking off right there. I wasn't interested until now. Go yeah, on, no, go no, on. he is just jerking off in that bathroom. She's, she gets out of the pool, she's in a red bikini, she starts on, she undoes her top, and, oh my god, I forgot there's... Dude, there is straight up booby in this. Forgot really? Dude, there is. I think you're gonna love this. There's some titty in there. Yes. Yeah, dude. There's some titty. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Let me yeah, see. that that dude, that scene. It. In Family Guy, Meg is imagining Tom Tucker doing the same thing. But wait a minute. This is Ridgemont. Isn't she the? Is she 18? How old is she supposed to be? Uh, she's definitely 18. But they're definitely. As in every, almost every high school movie, she is probably mid-twenties when she's filming this. 
Oh yeah, no, I'm not concerned about it, that. I'm actually looking at a child. But, uh, the breast. character is definitely say... teenager. Okay, yeah, okay. It's a coming of age film, and Judge Reinhold was coming of age in the bathroom at the moment. <laughs> Why is he? What's he wearing? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> How does he expect to get bitches while he's dressed like that? Dude, it's 1982. It's a different time. <laughs> this is not. <gasps> I sorry. I just saw the boobies. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so she was. She was born in '63, so she would have been like 19 when this came out. Okay, it, uh, this is probably the same same person. Nice. All right, but yeah, what else about it? What else about? Uh, it? Well, you know, Meg is imagining Tom Tucker in the position of the woman, and she is Judge Reinhold in her fantasy. She wants that Dilf Dick. Yeah, the Dilf D. She wants that Dilf deed, as we all do. Yeah. <sighs> I, 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 sorry for the slow response, but there's nothing more to say about that. Like, Yeah, yeah I mean, there's there's really nothing to say. I mean, I could have picked another reference, like... Um, no, I think we're good. Like Mr. T, but we all know we who Mr. T one. is. Huey Lewis in the news, that would be funny. It's hip to be a square. <laughs> it's that's all I know. Hip to be square. Speaking of squares, man, this is such a low energy, low T episode. Yeah, this is uh, well, we're gonna have Nikki put exciting background music in the back of this one. Yeah, I'm gonna find um, royalty free, royalty uh, like free fantasy like, music. Yeah, or like. Uh, vaporwave or something. Realty oh, yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, maybe the vaporwave would actually chill with the low energy. <sighs> yeah. Oh, what's this? Slow, ambient, cinematic piece with a melancholic and sad feel. No. We'll figure it out. Yeah. What was your favorite joke? Uh, my favorite joke was the little visual gag towards the beginning of the episode where you see into the principal's office. <laughs> And you see that uh, the window, around the window, it's labeled with the words principal on it. <laughs> and he opens the door, and it turns out that actually he has the words principal written on his sweater. <laughs> and that made me laugh. That was the only thing that actually made me laugh this episode, so. Oh, I just snorted. That's how you know it was a good laugh. <laughs> you snorted just for me describing it. Yeah. I, I, was, <laughs> I was also picturing it perfectly, which is just, uh, you know, a little... Italian chef kiss right there. Props to the chef, Seth MacFarlane, but not Seth because he didn't write this episode. Yeah, no, no credits to Seth. Yeah, for this fuck one. you, Seth. You don't do fucking anything. Yeah, bitch. Um. So this was not my favorite um, joke, but I did write down. This is something I reference to my friends, my real life yeah. friends. Way too often. So there's a scene when Tom Tucker is interviewing a high school kid for the position that ultimately ends up going to Neil. And he asks the kid if he thinks his mustache tickles women when he kisses them. And the kid says he doesn't know. And Tom's like, wrong. The answer is, only slightly. Only slightly. And as with several things from this era of Family Guides... It's just part of my vernacular, because I'm a fucking loser. <laughs> nice. But my favorite, I think, other than the principal one, I think my favorite joke that made me laugh the hardest was when Meg is bitching about um, <clears throat> the tape to Peter and Lois. And they're just looking at her like, what the hell are you talking about? And then Meg is so distraught, she says she's going to eat a bowl of peanuts. And they give her a blank stare. And Meg says that she's allergic to peanuts and then cries and says, you don't know anything about me, and then runs upstairs. And it cuts, <laughs> that to, was pretty cuts to Peter says, who the hell is that guy? <laughs> funny, funny stuff. Yeah. Those were the only two jo good jokes of the episode. Um, mm -hmm. So sorry if you thought there would be a third one. Yeah. There would only have yeah. been a third one if there was a third person on this episode. You know what? I here, here's a third one. 
Yeah. When Peter is shooting those those discs at Cleveland's hair at the wedding, that was kind of funny. Yeah, it was like, oh, <laughs> he's shooting discs at his friend. <laughs> you know, I I smiled. I was like, wow, what if that was me? What, what if I had an afro? I was, I was getting shot in the hair. That'd be so funny. Oh, here's a little quick note about the episode. Hugh Downs and Abe Vigoda voiced themselves. Oh, cool. I don't know what either of them sounded like, so I couldn't go, oh, oh, that's Hugh Downs. Yeah. Here's also a little note about the episode. Mm -hmm. There's another error with the subtitles on this one. Tell me more. When uh, the guy says, I killed a hooker and she's in my trunk or whatever, and the actual line is, I killed a Baltic hooker, right? The uh -huh. subtitles have it as, I killed a Spanish hooker. Oh, you're right. That's... Hulu. You're being silly. I, I have to assume that this isn't Hulu's fault. Like, because, like, this is not, like, a mishearing or something. Like, yeah. It's probably, like, in the script or something. I think that's usually where yeah. those come from. Yeah, they, pro they probably had a different... They probably wrote the script and then... The voice actor said a different line. Like, yeah, that's pretty good. Let's keep it. <laughs> Let's keep it. Exactly, just like that. Couple other notes. Um, yeah. I think we. I believe we mentioned this in the cold open, unless we weren't recording then. But Meg is allergic to peanuts. Some Meg lore. And I'm reading this next one right off the Family Guy wiki. During a Whoa. news broadcast, Tom Tucker mentions the loss of Betsy LeBeau to Fred Johnson in a school board race. LeBeau was mentioned as a candidate for school board in the past episode, Running Mates. Wow. Con that's pretty cool. Continuity for that's, you. Yeah, that's a little continuity that I didn't even pick up on. I kind of feel bad about this one now. Yeah, Family Guy lore is a little bit deeper than... People give it credit, credit for. for. Yeah, Family Guy lore is also kind of one of the most important things in my life right now. So I really need to get my act together. I'm sorry, everyone. Yeah, we'll we'll be we'll be back at 100. percent If not next time, then soon. Yeah, well, it's good though. If this was like a good episode, maybe I'd feel bad, but it's not, so mm -hmm. it's okay. Yeah, I feel ya. Yeah. Yeah. Want to go commit voter fraud?